This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Guilty pleasures and growing pains with Nina and friends. Happy International Women's Day. I guess that's how, how we're going to start today. And I think that there is one word that comes to mind every single time I describe a woman, and that is power. That is powerful. That is resilience. Because how many times in your life do you get knocked down, you get back up, and there are no better people to do that than women, okay? Maybe I'm biased. I don't know. But um, today I wanted to introduce you guys to a friend of mine. Mason, God, how long do we go back now? Like... 15 years? I am not good at math, but that sounds about right. (laughs) Um, This is Mason. She is a radio friend of mine from Seattle. And Mason, you don't know this. Part of the reason why I wanted to bring you on, too, is because I've been getting so many text messages from my girlfriends across the country who ask me if I know Mason on TikTok. And I'm like, (laughs) yes, I know Mason on TikTok. So you've started to kind of weasel your way in that way too and you have fans all across the country mm-hmm. that makes me happier than you ever know <laughs> you actually you came on my um for you page and then after that you i mean you had like a million videos already up and then i just like stalked your whole tiktok and i think i probably watched you for like a good three hours all of your videos <laughs> Good. That's how you should be spending your free time, Nina. I like it. I'm into it. (laughs) That's Angie. That's exactly what she did. And we're going to cheers to you right now. A big clink. Yay. Um, And she is Mason. It's Mason on the mic, right? On TikTok and Instagram and all of that stuff. Yep. Okay. So Mason on the mic, if you want to check her out. But before she was a TikTok star. Um, You still are one of the leading voices in radio, but you have a really special story. Why don't you tell us what happened? I, uh... Gosh, I, I lucked out and uh, worked in radio for 13 years at the same station doing Top 40, doing afternoons. And uh, COVID hit and they let go of 17 of us. And unfortunately, I was one of them. Mm. Yeah. So, so I've uh, been using TikTok to try to get back on air. And that's kind of what I want to talk about. It's like finding your voice again. After 13 years, and I don't think it really matters what field you work in, I mean, I can only speak for myself, but it's, you know, it's a part of your identity. No, absolutely. So, I mean, I definitely felt like I was going through the grieving process. What, what do they say mm-hmm. with when a death happens? There's how many stages? I definitely went through all of them because it felt like a death for sure. Yeah. So after that I, happened, how were you able to even build yourself back up again? Um, you know, I, I tried to, look at things as realistically as possible and look for the silver lining. And it definitely became a silver lining. I think I had 
for years, been a little bit complacent and was looking to get out, but I had such a cushy gig that I knew I was lucky to be there and I was scared to leave that if I left a job where I was, you know, at the top, I was number one for in my day part for a long time. Like what would it mean to leave and to leave a city that I had lived that's I'm a Navy brat, but I've lived here longer than anywhere else. So all these like scary things were in my head. And I'd been saying for years that I was going to need a push out the door because I would regret leaving. And then if it didn't work, I'd be kicking myself. So I knew even years ago that I would need to be let go to be pushed out of the nest. And I, I honestly believe that things happen for a reason. And I think I, I needed that. And it made me realize that I have a lot to offer and that I wasn't doing everything that I could under the circumstances that I was under to show what I could you know, yeah, you. yeah, no, totally. Who are the people in your life that you think support you the most and that, you know, kind of are like, yeah, Mason, we believe in you go. Definitely my parents and oddly enough, strangers on TikTok, mm-hmm. so, <laughs> uh, strangers in general. Um, you know, you get a lot of trolls occasionally, but I swear <laughs> I've had more kind people than the nasty people, people who have reached out when I've had really bad days who say some of the kindest things and you know sometimes all of that stuff goes over my head because it's like oh you don't know these people and you know they don't know you but it's the mass volume sometimes really does make you feel better and okay if this many people are following me and think that I'm doing a good job I must be doing something right but they're also it's it's almost like those strangers their their words mean more because they actually had yeah. to take a second out of their right. day to email or message or whatever mm-hmm. it is DM somebody they don't know to give a compliment and to your point I think even for me you know a lot of the times the stuff that makes me the most encouraged is especially other women when they're in my right. DMs when my DMs filled with women I'm like yeah. oh my god I'm doing something right and you know it's genuine yeah that's what I like about that yeah do you feel like the support- and I've actually. Go ahead. I've actually had like weird, uh, sometimes, you know, you get the creepy, like, I want to drink your bath water messages. <laughs> those come to the territory. That's well, that's how you know you're really doing <laughs> yeah. a good job, okay? <laughs> but a lot of times, like, it's, it's couples to me that it's like, I'm always showing my wife your videos. And I mean, I've had people offer, you know, because I'm, I'm on unemployment and sometimes they don't pay me. And I, I've been really stressed out at times. And the kind messages from people and who said, you can come live with us in Florida. We have a spare room. I mean, like so much generosity that it's, it's overwhelming at times. But I think the part about you that's so endearing, because it's not like some random couple in Florida is going to ask you to come out there for no reason, <laughs> unless they're swingers and like into that because Mason's hot. <laughs> but, right. um, but you're so honest. You know, and it's mm-hmm. it's that self-deprecation, but you're so honest. And I think that that's where strength lies. And being Yeah, and I I think it's a something that more people should do because I think a lot of times when you don't want to share certain things, you go, you know, you lose your job and you feel like this sense of embarrassment, but when you think about it logically, it's like I didn't do anything that I should be embarrassed about. And this happens right. to so many people, and I think the embarrassment lies when don't aren't honest with it and pretend like they're going to work every day and that they're not bothered by it. And, you know, it's like what you said in the beginning, it's like you fall down, but you pick yourself up. And I think that's all you can do. And to have the best attitude 
you know, whether it comes to dating, you know, being ghosted all the time or your career that you get passed over for something. It's just, you know, picking yourself up, brushing yourself off and getting back out there is what's most important. But I think also like you, you learn a lot about yourself. What, what do you think the biggest takeaway, you know, after losing your job, having this time by yourself, rebranding yourself on, on TikTok. I don't even say rebranding. I mean, you're an extension of who you are, but mm-hmm. what was the biggest lesson to yourself, you know, to show your, to yourself, I, your own strength? I think, you know, you, you think that you're good with things, but I, I think uh, oftentimes women in radio too, we're often background people and we're the laugh track. And it, it made me realize I'm like, okay, you're not full of yourself. Like you are, good at this and you you have value and I think sometimes you know some of it was just circumstances that the job you know my job was to talk in and out of songs so I couldn't really do much more and that wasn't you know my station's fault that those were just the parameters and so realizing that you can connect with an audience and that you know women can be funny I hate that that saying that women aren't funny like we can be we're just as good at X, Y, and Z, or even what's the anything you can do, I can do better. Oh my God. Hello. I feel like and women are the funniest, actually. <laughs> do you, you guys, do you know me? I'm right. hysterical. <laughs> and super humble, too. Like, oh my I God. think that's our best body. We're so humble. So humble. <laughs> the uh, most humble. But you know what? You're right. And at once upon a time, I think that women were put in a box. And and again, this goes to absolutely any career path, right? There is a certain expectation of what your role is supposed to be. And for a lot of the time, if you're not super familiar with radio, especially coming up in mornings, myself and Mason, you know, when you're working with, with groups, you are perceived as a laugh track. You're supposed to be the person there mm-hmm. that's supposed to make everybody else look good. Um, I don't feel that way in my career right now anymore, but that's because there was my turning point, right? Mm-hmm. Like I had a turning point too, where I was like, oh, I don't think so. I have something to say today. And owning, right. owning your space, I think is something I've been, I don't want to say preaching because I'm not a preacher, <laughs> but owning your space is is one of the biggest lessons that I've just learned in life, period. And yeah, you are doing such a great job of owning your space again and redefining what it looks like for your brand. Now, like, have you thought about taking that into like a different direction with, you know, may, I don't know, entrepreneurial directions based off of, you know, TikTok? I just think that it's opened so many doors. I'm curious. Uh, Yes and no. I mean, I love radio and would like to stay with that, but I definitely think, especially in terms of, you know, people have been saying radio is dying for, for years. Lies. And while I don't think that's <laughs> the case, I do think that COVID has sped a few things up and you have to think differently. And I think you have to think outside the box and you have to, you know, social media these days, like you, you can't not do it. Yeah. And I think any way that you can branch out and show who you are and have people welcome them into your life, so to speak. And, you know, that's got drawbacks as well. Um, But I think, yeah, when you're as authentic as possible, that's like my advice, I think, for people in whatever you do. Um, I remember someone else, before I got let go, they were, um, we were each having our own separate issues of what they were looking for us. And I remember thinking, I was like, you know, I really have a strong sense of who I am. And this other person didn't. And I was thinking about how grateful I am for that. And that same 
thing of how difficult it is when you don't know what you want to do in your life or who you are. And so just embracing whatever that aspect is about you and exploiting it to some extent, you know, I'm incredibly, my sense of humor and my personality is so sarcastic and I embrace that. (laughs) But if you're awkward, if you're clumsy, make that your thing somehow, you know, talk about it because there are so many other people that are just like you. You know, even if it's something small that you think is weird, that's what makes you you. And people like, you know, those weird little traits. There's a guy on TikTok whose whole thing is that he looks angry. (laughs) You know, he's a big, intimidating man. And he's got millions of followers over his facial expression being so angry. And that when he smiles, his face lights up and you just don't expect it. So... And I think that's even more so important for, for women to do and to embrace what makes them different and, and better. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Do you find it easy for you to promote yourself? Uh, yes and no. Um, I think when, you're, when your brand is yourself, um, it's very easy to come off as of yourself. And you're going to get some people who don't get you and... You know, it's a lot easier to promote, hey, you guys, here's this uh, sweater that I'm manufacturing, <laughs> you know, that yeah. it's an extension of you creatively. But when you are promoting yourself and your personality, that's as raw as it gets. And you just have to know that not everyone's going to love you. And what's, what's that quote of you can be the ripest, juiciest peach in the world. And some people still don't like peaches. So um, it's hard, but. I think the reward is that much greater. Oh my gosh, yes. We love your peaches. Um, my peaches. <laughs> so gross. I sounded like a creepy old dude. I do that quite often. My bad, my bad. No, no, I really appreciate it, especially when you said juicy peach. But um, <laughs> I think that I ask you that question because that's one of the biggest things that we struggle with. And just knowing that you have to be so fearless in that space, I, I think I want to draw off of that energy and just be inspired by it because there's just like this this limitation I think we put on ourselves regardless of the situation. And for you, when you're in survival mode, it's like that just those walls come down. Yeah. And I think I've realized too, I think you feel a little bit lost when you initially lose your job. And, you know, I'm going on almost a year here in May and I, I know just from the doors that have opened through TikTok and interviews that I've had, even if, I don't get a job anytime soon. There have been opportunities for me that didn't have pre TikTok. And mm-hmm. I know that I'm on people's radars now that I wasn't before. And so things might not happen on the timeline that I like, but I am so secure in the fact that I know that I will get something and that it's going to be something better than what I had before. And that's, I'm not someone who's like, you know, keep the faith and I'm not a, a bullshitter. Um, and I, I genuinely feel that way. So that's a pretty good feeling to feel confident in your abilities because that, you know, transcends and people can feel it and sense it. And the more you believe in yourself, the more other people will. That's like the truest thing you can hear all day because it's probably one of the most challenging things that people strive towards every day of their lives. Something maybe some people will never feel in their lifetime. But for you to be able to say that and believe it, I mean, you're right. 
Earl, that's power. Again, I'm coming back to the word that I use to describe women and all of the different scenarios that that they're placed in. And, and Mason has yeah. such a great story. And I love listening to you. And I just, you know, thinking back to when you started on TikTok, like, what was that idea? You're like, ah, screw it. I'm just going to go talk to, to the screen and see what happens. <laughs> Well, I actually, when, um, I mean, TikTok had been around, I think a year before I had even gotten on and so many of my coworkers were like, you should do it. You should get on there. And I was like, ugh, I'm too old. I'm not going to do TikTok dances. <laughs> and there's so many Same. different avenues that you could go down. Mm-hmm. And so once I realized, I'm like, oh, I can tell my dating stories or I can tell, you know, X, Y, and Z. Cause I think that's my strength is, you know, telling stories, not I'm not doing dances. I'm not, I'll, I'll do a few skits every once in a while, but for the most part, it's just me picking up my phone and having verbal diarrhea all over the place. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's, that's actually, that's worked for me. I think that's so inspirational because one, the fact that you started this after um, you lost your job, I feel like for me, sometimes when I get down, I have like a creativity block, but for you to start like a whole series and everything like that's, I don't know, it's very inspirational. And I I mean, I watch your stuff. It's good. You know, like you said, you don't do just the dances or, you know, lip read or lip sync. Like you actually come up with, you know, raw and original content. And I think that's so cool that it's actually your life. Yeah. And it, it, let me tell you though, it bothers me when stuff that comes out of my mouth like goes viral from other people's mouths. Oh my gosh. Yes. No originality. <laughs> That's how you know you made it though. That's how you yeah, know you made yeah. it. So, and I can appreciate that. And I think a lot of times too, I think TikTok, TikTok, excuse me, um, has opened my eyes to so many different things. It's like, I'm, I'm a Navy brat, so I've lived all over, but I've lived in Seattle a long time and Seattle is a, a unique place. Like mm-hmm. so many places have, you know, a niche of what they're known for, whether it's the Seattle freeze that people in Seattle do not like to talk about mm-hmm. or, you know, the warm welcoming attitude um, of, of other places. You realize that we all, for the most part, just hang out with people in our own bubble and it opens your eyes to what else is out there in the world. And it's good and bad, you know, that just, because it's your bubble and what you're used to doesn't mean that there's not a lot of other things out there and I'm going off on a tangent, but no, but <laughs> I'm strongly about that too. It's I'm, just, it's no. such a good opportunity to see what else is out there in the world without, you know, hopping on a plane. No, it's true. I mean, all through quarantine, I was like, I'm going on vacation. And by vacation, I meant I was pulling up pictures of like yeah. destinations I wanted to go to, you know, I mean, yeah. and, and that's what it's been. I think quarantine has pressed a lot of people, whether you did lose a job or if it was illness or if it was just like feeling crazy because you're a single woman, too. Are you still single? You are, right? Uh, no, I'm not. I have found a boyfriend mm. for TikTok, oddly enough. No way. Wait, what? Yeah, he interviewed me for his podcast, and then we just started talking after that. I convinced a man to date me. Oh, my. Wait, wait a second. I love it. Does he live in Seattle? He does not. Okay, so you did not make my life that easy. That's no, funny. Where does he live, if you don't mind me asking? Because, you know, we really he care. He lives in, uh, in Atlanta, so, yeah. Have you met yet? But he is... Uh, we FaceTime about multiple, multiple, multiple times a day, but, uh, yeah, we have, uh, I've had, we've had some issues of why we haven't met yet. So hopefully that will be happening soon. That's really exciting. Oh my God. I sound like a 90 day fiance. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, so you kind of do. But you know what? Sometimes that stuff works. And just think about all of that tension that you're building right now. Yeah. Well, we've actually, I probably know him better than any of the people I've dated in the last three years. And it, distance and everything has actually made it, I think, a bond way stronger and quicker than it would otherwise. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like he has made, I was having some mental breakdowns for a while because, sure. you know, I, there's just some things that you need a significant other when you're having a bad day to talk to. And, you know, you even though he's long distance and can't give me a physical hug. Um, it's some, sometimes a little bit better than a, a friend. And I don't have a best friend. I'm not super close with my, with my mom in that kind of way. Yeah. And he has helped me so much just with like anxiety and talking me off the ledge from the days where, you know, I'm, I'm not feeling real, real hot stuff and I get frustrated. So I am, so grateful for him even if things you know never progressed past this like he has been a lifesaver for me so oh my gosh for show for show yeah tiktok has been a game changer for you in like oh my god i'm not on tiktok because i'm intimidated which is hysterical (laughs) because i talk for a living and whatever but i'm super intimidated because i don't know where to start but hearing you and all the great things that came of it i mean honestly if you want to hear about authenticity Follow at Mason on the mic because she's that. And I think that I'm lucky to know so many different inspiring women at different phases of their life. And Mason and I don't talk every day, but we've definitely stayed connected over social media for years because obviously I was on the air in Seattle at the same time Mason was. So, you know, that sisterhood that I've mentioned um, in the podcast many times exists. Truly. Mason, I'm rooting for you. Like big time. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, go Mason. <laughs> I want to see this just take off. And all to all of my friends that ask me if I know Mason, yeah, I told you I do. <laughs> go tell your other friends who don't know me to go follow me. <laughs> Plug Mason on the mic. Yeah. Okay, awesome. That was great. Yay. Thank you. Oh, thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 